You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate News Bulletin, recording live from Baxter Bird Studios in downtown Batuta. The date is the 13th of January. It's a Monday, one of the first Mondays back at work for 2020 for many Australians. And we're here to provide the news. You're joined by myself, Clancy Overall, editor of the Batuta Advocate, and of course, editor at large, Errol Parker. How are you, Errol? Always good, mate. Always good. Good to be back here for another week. Good stuff. And of course, the Natalie Barr of the Diamantina Shire, Wendell Hussey, reading the news. What's in the news this week, Wendell? Bushfires, politics, Scotty from marketing are still in the news. And we'll get the ball rolling with that again. Scotty from marketing surprises Cabago residents with two tickets to gold class. Well, I've never actually been into gold class. I don't know what the appeal is, but... Clancy as a member of a large Catholic family that has a bit of a disposable income. Can you tell us what it's like in there? Well, Errol, Gold Class is basically going to the movies uh, with, a, with a bit more legroom. I, I, I guess that's about the size. You can get a glass of champagne if you are one of those people who feels like having one glass of champagne before a two-and-a-half-hour movie. That is on offer. But two tickets to Gold Class mean a lot more in the, in the marketing advertising world. It is the ultimate gift to or from a client. It's no surprise that that's what Prime Minister Morrison had on offer when he returned back to Cabago to try and win over the residents that had told him to go and get fucked and called him a fuckwit about a week earlier. Well, I also heard that he tried to win them over with quotes from Zoolander. No, I guess, you know, he could be going in there and saying, well, is this a fire response for ants? Yes, Zoolander quotes tend to be the go-to for people who lack any real personality, and that may, may in fact be Scott Morrison's burden at this point in his prime ministership. Perhaps we are dealing with a prime minister whose entire personality is based on what he's read and learnt in focus groups from the Liberal Party media arm. The files are in the computer. Good stuff, good stuff. Now, not everyone was condemning Scotty for that generous ploy, with Scott Allen from Our Town commenting on the story saying, wow, gold class, the man's generosity knows no bounds. Next thing you know, he'll be generous enough to send the ADF to yet another Middle Eastern conflict that America wants to fight in. Ooh, very woke. Love, love a comment. Please, please continue the commentary to all our readers and all listeners. Internationally now, and the biggest story in hair salons and bowling clubs around the country this week has been young family faces criticism after choosing to no longer live off welfare. Yes, talking about the royals and Megxit, of course, as it's been described, the big decision for Prince Harry and Meghan, Meghan, if you will, to move off the royal purse and stand down from royal duties. It has a lot of people unhappy for some reason, despite the young parents' decision to go and have a go and help themselves outside of this cycle of welfare dependency. The move has angered a lot of boomers and, of course, racist English and just Murdoch newspapers in general. Well, I think they're making the right choice. I mean, I think that Megan's the first normal person to come into this family and she's taken one look at it and gone, fuck this crook shit. Fuck you and and your fucking creepy ass fucking uncle. Mm-hmm. Fuck him right to hell. And gone and basically had a look around and said, all right, well, the queen's all right. You know, she's done a lot of good things. Her husband's fucking mad. Her son's a bit of a fucking creep. And I'm out. Harry, let's go. Yeah, it's an interesting one that they didn't just wait for Queen Elizabeth to cark it. But, you know, you know how it goes. She could live another 10 years at this rate. So if you want to get out, do what's best for the family, do it now. 
Yeah, good on them. And on another big international issue now, and a local big unit says he's ready for World War Three after years of 360 no-scope kills on Modern Warfare 2 Rust map. Yes, the firing back and forth of a few rockets between the US and Iran has a local IT manager named Michael Davison quite excited. He said he's looking forward to it all teeing off and he'll be ready when it does. Yeah, well, having interviewed this bloke for the story, Wendell, I think from the looks of things, I reckon that fat piece of shit would have his top cleared by an Iranian teenager in two seconds. Well, that's what you'd think just by looking at him, but he did say to us, I have a fucked up good KD ratio on modern warfare and I'm pretty confident I'll be able to translate my 360 no-scope on the PlayStation to our SR-98 7.62mm bolt-action sniper rifle in real life. Well, I hope that we'll never have to come to war again because I reckon a bayonet on the end of an Iranian rifle will expose all the Doritos in that man's tummy. Then he'll have to respawn somewhere outside of Tehran. In local news from around town now, and Dad automatically suspicious after daughter's boyfriend turns up with pre-mixed drinks. Look, it's not the greatest crime you could commit in the eyes of, of, of the father-in-law, but yes, a, a lifelong disciple of the Forex factory down there in Milton, a man by the name of Graham, says he doesn't care much for these fancy new age mixer drinks like Canadian Club, and he's not sure about a future son-in-law who does care for them. I mean, wait till Graham sees the Guava Cruises. He he hasn't seen nothing yet. He, he hasn't ever seen his son-in-law on day two of a test match, if you will. I dare say Canadian clubs uh, almost a gateway for some of the more uh, flamboyant drinks out there. That young men are more than welcome to drink from all accounts. The, the bottle is going to take your money anyway. Yeah, because I don't think it's particularly easy to strawpedo a 4X Gold, where it is uh, delightfully easy to strawpedo a CC and dry and a couple of Bacardi Breezes. Purple UDLs. Make for a very nice Vortex. So, Graham, you know, we all like a cold beer at times as well. But uh, lay off the young bloke, would you? And in other news from around town, a local fuckwit buys himself a new pair of fuckwit shoes. Now, what are these shoes, Errol? You wrote this story. You're going to have to describe them for us. So this one was about a local fuckwit, you know, as the headline suggests. He bought himself a pair of woven leather boat shoes or kind of loafers. I don't know what they're called. But, you know, all I do know is that they are fuckwit shoes. Because, you know, as you know, Clancy, when we went down to the gelded seahorse down there in the old city district last Friday when we were trying to play pool down there. These these young fellas from the university across the road were there in their fucking board shorts and their linen shirt and they were hogging that pool table all afternoon and they were all wearing those fucking woven Jesus things on their feet, so fuck them. Moving along now to sports news and Dougie Bollinger auctions off his iconic baggy blonde for bushfire appeal. An absolutely selfless and incredible sacrifice. You know, this, this comes after Shane Warne decided to auction off his baggy green. He raised a million dollars. So Dougie thought, you know, he better put his hand up and auction off one of the most iconic pieces of Australian cricketing fashion to have come past in the past, geez, five or ten decades. Yes, it's, it really is a collectible when it comes to memorabilia. It's one time-made hairpiece, wrote Bollinger on social media, in used condition, originally came in plug form, tastefully repurposed into a gentleman's toupee for ease of use, always serviced, conditioned and shampooed, 
comes as is. No warranty included. All monies donated to charity. Good on you, Doug the Rug, or Doug the Plug, as he was formerly known. He's always been a man of the people, Doug. Now, good on you, Dougie. Good on you, Tomo. Good on you, Warney, for all of the sacrifices that you've all made with your collectibles, putting them up for auction for RFS. And please, listeners, if you have anything left over at the end of last weekend, please put it forward to RFS, CFA, Wires, or Victorian Animal Rescue, because there's still a lot of work to be done on the ground. That's it for this week. I'm Clancy Overall, editor of the Batuta Advocate. Be kind to each other. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.